0: may apply though so check with your cell provider to make sure so ready here you go get a pen here's the number studio a is 712-432-6958 and studio b is 716-748-0112 thank you very much for listening to revolution radio freedom the number one listener supported radio station in the world
1: Evening, everybody, and welcome to Nightlight. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we all call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns and of course everything in between. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. We're going to be doing um, readings shortly, so if any of you are interested in getting some readings, the call-in numbers are 310-421-4053 and 337-335-0085. Tonight, we have on an amazingly wonderful, exciting lady. I met her about 10 years ago. She became a friend and then a good friend and then a comrade in arms. She is amazing. She's an author. She's um, um, a musician. She's a composer. She's a spiritual philanthropist. She is that and so much more in 1983, her song, Jose Cuervo, became the number one song of the year, and in 97, she moved to Nashville, where she signed a record contract to compose and produce 11 CDs of ambient piano music for Page Music. She's had over 4 million downloads of her music on the internet, and today her music can be heard on the popular cable radio show, Soundscapes. She's on a personal crusade to enlighten her audiences to the power of music, and she calls her program, Music, a Powerful soul Lucian. She's written two spiritual books, Butterfly Moments and If There Was Heaven, and her most recent project are historical books, Pearl and the sequel, Diamond, and the, and the next one, Ruby. I've read all three. They are fascinating and phenomenal. They're full of fascinating history and addresses women's issues from 1900 to 1928 to 29, excuse me, with humor and sentiment. So, and, and the first one, Pearl is currently being negotiated for a 12 episode miniseries and is now a theatrical musical as well. And of course she wrote all the music and did the lyrics as well. She's an amazing woman. She, she, she Tonight, she is going to be joining me, and we're going to be, she's going to be, she's going to be composing what we call the music of the soul. She has a remarkable talent in that she takes your birthday, and from, from the numbers in your birthday, she composes what is truly the symphony of your soul. It is unique unto each individual, and it's remarkable she channels the music, and She is a phenomenal talent. So welcome to the show, Cindy. Wow, Barbara, that was nice. (laughs) (laughs) All of it true. I could have gone on. Uh, I like to meet that woman sometime. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're a cool lady. I mean, I, I met you on a radio show almost a decade ago.
2: Really? Has it been that long? Oh, my goodness
1: yes yes, we were on um, Walks with Thunders program and right. um, and you know I, I of course of I am of the generation that that knew and sang Jose Cuervo you are a friend of mine right. and um, you know was was absolutely in awe that I had actually ri- you know met someone that, that actually got an Emmy nomination so yeah, yeah. it was a Grammy but yeah. a Grammy any kind of a nomination to be honest with you Uh but it was it was just so phenomenal to you know yeah there are classifications of people you're you're in my class classification of famous people and and so you're the only one in my in that category (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you see me that way (laughs) I you are my 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 personality person and and I have I found it fascinating after talking to you a lot that that you could you had this little gift to to take an a person's birthday or any any date at all and and create be inspired to create music that 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 corresponded to those numbers which to me was I mean it awesome awesome comes to
2: mind. Oh thank you. Well, I I use basic music theory: do re mi fa sol la ti do is one two three four five six seven eight, and then we do rate. You know, so uh-huh. we go up to to the zero, and I take those numbers, and then I can usually get a a feeling of what that person uh, maybe what's going on in their life from the reading that you're giving them or. I usually get a pretty good feeling of what kind of personality they have, you know. And so I like, I love doing this. I did this the other day for somebody and they just, it came out really pretty. Some of them come out really, really pretty. And that's the reason I can do that was because when I got the record deal in Nashville, And they told me I was going to do 11 CDs. I went, oh, my gosh, how am I going to create all that music? You know, because, of course, four of them are Christmas. But the other seven, I mean, that meant that I had to do like 80 compositions. Right. And so I thought, oh, my, it was overwhelming to me. So I started taking people's birthdays of people that I love, good friends, you know, and just kind of. Playing, that's how it all started, in playing their energy and then doing a title that would spin off of that person. Like, for instance, my mother, uh, is she's a a Pisces, and, of course, they're very intuitive and very deep thinkers, so I called her piece Atlantis from her. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. From I'm her a Pisces, birthday.
1: too.
2: Ah, yeah, from her birthday. So, uh-huh. you know, then I did a whole Dolphin series and... Uh, so, yeah, that's how I do this.
1: Well, it's you know we are energy, and and so is music. So that so that there's a synchronicity there, and I just find it so magical that you're able to to capture. And resonate to the magic that somebody resonates just from their birthday, Um, and and how we're going to do this. We do have one caller, and let me explain how we're going to do this. Um, We're gonna we'll pull the person on air. uh, You will get their birthdays, and I will do. A, re- a short reading for them while you are able to sort of put stuff together, and then you'll come back on air and you will play the music for them, and and you as well also get impressions when you play the music. So they'll get they'll get um, double teamed, so to speak, by us right. tonight. Okay.
3: Let's do it.
1: Okay. Nine seven zero. Hi, you're on the air. Who is this? Um, hi, Barbara. Hello, Hello Cynthia. We need a name, too. Oh,
4: sure. sure. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, my, my name is Patchen. Patchen? Yes. But oh, cool. I sometimes go by Patty, but that's not my real name.
1: Okay. Well, Cynthia needs your birthday.
4: Sure. It's 2-11-1980. February 11th,
1: 1980. Got it? I got it. Okay. Talk to you soon.
2: All
4: righty.
1: Okay, um, I'm gonna give you sort of a brief brief read here while she plays with your energetic field. Um, <laughs> uh, it looks it looks here from what I've laid out here on the cards for you that that you are at a time in a place where you're birthing new energy. You're you're sort of rebirthing yourself in on many different levels in many different aspects. So something must have we we have come to a time frame where you've taken a stand back and said to yourself I'm going to change a lot of stuff in my life and it's going to happen now and it does feel as though what's going on here is you you're kind of breaking away from a lot of the patterns that people have created for you and and you're basically saying to yourself I'm going to I'm going to be me whoever that is it feels like you're you're discovering yourself as well, which I think is amazing. You're certainly exploring new directions to take. You're exploring, um, there's there's a, there's a self-worth here that is really quite impressive. And it feels as though you are validating yourself in new and different ways. I, I, I really, I, I'm getting the message that, that I should applaud you because you've done oh, so oh, much work. You, you have that done- That makes s- a lot of sense. You've done so much work. You've worked so hard. And sometimes you wonder if it's made a difference. And I have to tell you, True. it's it's made an amazing difference because I can see where you're coming from. And and it does feel as though you you put yourself through the dark night of the soul. But you may have had oh, some, yeah. <laughs> you you had some help too, but um but be that as it may, it's been a wonderful experience for you because you get to reinvent yourself and 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 i i think that you've started in in a lot of internal ways i'm seeing you getting very brave and and moving towards some of the physical aspects of yourself i mean you may come out with purple hair one day or you may totally change everything about you and and if you feel like do it not the purple hair but streaks would be okay but but um It it just feels like you have a sense of the freedom to be whoever you are and the joy that that you don't know totally who you are but but you're going to have a wonderful time establishing the boundaries that you need to for this new phase of life that you're going through and you are entering into a new phase of life it feels as though spiritually speaking you, you there's an awakening here that is phenomenal and self-worth oh my god you have done such an amazing job at pulling back your the power that you've given to other people and and having the courage to speak your heart and your mind where once before you didn't do it.
4: Wow. That's amazing. That's really spot on. Yeah. I do feel that. And part of that is going back to my original name because that's me. That's, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if it's different, that's who I am, you know? <laughs> so.
1: Well, being different is the coolest thing in the world. And I yeah, think,
4: I think so too. you
1: know, I, I, you know, you don't want to be like everybody else. You want to be, unique not that you stand out above the crowd but you stand separate from the crowd so well, we're going yeah, yeah. we're going to call Cynthia back here Cynthia are you back I am okay all yours
2: patching love this okay so here you are sweet darling
4: i'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> this is so neat i can't wait okay mm-hmm. Thank you. beautiful that's
2: because you are
4: oh I love that it it sounded uh, almost kind of hopeful I I just yeah I really loved it it
2: it sounds like to me it kind of what I was thinking was I got it together I got it (laughs) I, I overcame that big old you know that big old nasty and I got it together I'm still here
4: so. Still here, yes, absolutely. <laughs> here. Yeah, oh, so. thank you so much. That's so neat.
1: You're welcome. And tomorrow, I mean, if, if you can certainly go to the um, archives for the show, and tomorrow they'll be up on the archive section, or uh, sometime tomorrow, probably towards the evening, I'll have the archive of this show up on my website so that um, if you want to listen to it again or download it from my website, you can do that.
4: Oh. oh, great! Yeah, I really like to to listen to it back and and uh, listen to it again. Definitely to have.
2: And also, uh, I'm going to do this more often. I told Barbara on this show. I I love doing these shows for her, but I always forget to tell people that they can come say hello on my website. You know, just drop me a line and say hi. And it's CynthiaMusic.com. So.
4: Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, so just, I will. I'm, I'm writing both of those down right now. So okay. yeah, thank just, you very much.
2: Yeah, come by and just say hello. I'd love to hear from <laughs> I people will, definitely in, in the cyber world, you know. So that would be great.
4: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank well, you, thanks Pastor. for calling. Okay. It's really been a gift. Thank you. <laughs> I love yeah, you... music. It's my favorite thing. Oh, really, it really is what keeps me going. Well, that's.
2: Now you have your very own song that belongs to you. I
4: know. That's why I called in because I mean, who gets that? That's so.
1: That's so unique. <laughs> All
4: right. Well, thank you very Thank you. Have
1: a good night. You, you too. too. You too. Okay. Anybody else who's interested in uh, listening to the Symphony of Their Spirit? It's three one zero four two one four zero five three or three three seven three three five zero zero eight five i you know it just to me to me this is you know i can read people i can read their energy but to be able to create music from the energy of their birthday that's spectacular oh yeah
2: yeah this is great this is fun this is well
1: you know it, and it's i mean you are so gifted i mean you you do so many different things that it is phenomenal and you know you I, I i was i forget where i heard you talking i i don't know i watched a video you had done or something and you said you started playing the piano at 3
2: yes so, i was three, i was 3 years old right so and, uh, go ahead
1: no and you studied you know um you studied professionally for you know for a lot of years as well so so you you have a, an amazing grasp of of the instrument that you play with and and you you also play the guitar so you know you you just have that wonderful ability to to take your your energy and you put it into something that resonates to the, to the spirit, because when you played that, i mean i I really almost cried i mean there awesome. was there was such a feeling of, of achievement of surmounting something of achieving something and 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 knowing it was precious to your soul or your spirit. you know we didn 't have to know what her difficulty was, we just knew there was one so
2: well, you, that, yeah, you picked up on that real. yeah that.
1: No, it's amazing. It really is. I mean, you know, there are bunches of psychics out there, but very few people that can do what you do.
2: Oh, <laughs> well.
1: well and, and one of the other things that, that you do do, aside from your trilogy of books, which I, you know, I, I, I can't. So often when a friend writes a book, you basically, you know, cringe a little bit when they say, "Will you read the book you know, it's kind of like, if I don't like it, how do I say I don't like it and be kind and keep a friend? And, and your books, I adore, I adore the characters, they are so, so alive, and so, so definitely real, that that you become so involved in their lives and their difficulties. And, you know, so, some you want to succeed, and some you're really glad to see they didn't make it. I mean, none of the women you've written about, but some of the jerks that have been around them have not, and and it just you you captured uh, a fragment of time, and you you explained how women dealt with things during that period of time from what is it, uh, 1900 to 1930, 1920, 1930, and. There? So, so it, I, I mean, in the you know they they had a an unusual occupation. They were most of them ladies of the evening, right? But elegant ones. Pearl.
2: yeah, Pearl and her girls.
1: Yeah, no, they 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 were they are and were amazing. And and you followed the second book is one of the girls, and the third book talks. You know, you you there is a link between all three, and. So I, I can't wait for the third one to be out, but these are not your first books. Um, you know, you've written a couple of other ones, and and I, I also wanted, you know, given the time, and since we do have it, let's talk about. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to call her the Flying Nun. I know she's she's the 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 Nun story.
2: The Oh, the lady in blue story? The
1: Flying Nun. That was <laughs> Sally Field. <laughs> I, I know, but this one did that too, kind of. Uh-huh. You yes. Did. She Still did
2: a- cut. Yes, you're right. She did. She did a, she was a uh, born in 1602, and she did what they call bilocation. Uh-huh. I think uh, nowadays some people would call that uh, transcendental meditation where you're at Two places at one time, mm-hmm. but apparently the Native Americans were so spiritually evolved that they were able to see her, and she was able to see them, and they were actually able to converse and understand each other. It was, it's quite a story. It's called The Lady in Blue. You can, you can read about it at theladyinblue.com. But uh, another interesting thing about this woman was is that her body's never decomposed which you know pretty interesting as well
5: yeah in violet we have one down here in south louisiana oh yeah in the lafayette area there was a nun and she lies in state and she's in perfect shape
2: in south louisiana yes where is that I mean, I know we're South Louisiana, but what, well,
5: what it, it would be the Lafayette area. Just Lafayette. a little west of Lafayette.
2: Oh. I love Louisiana. There's some there's there's some fun festive spiritual energy down there, that's for sure.
5: Oh yeah. I'm down on the bayou, I'm oh, in Cape, I'm on the uh, bayou.
2: Actually one of the girls that I wrote about in my book, Ginger, mm-hmm. she was raised on the bayou in Louisiana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and her daddy was an alligator hunter.
5: <laughs> well, right where I am, I'm not in the swamp, but real close to where I am, that's where they filmed that TV show, Swamp People.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh-huh.
5: It's right down here.
2: The swamp people. Mm. Yeah, that's, the, that's the amazing thing about this country. It's so eclectic. I mean, there are so many cultures in our
1: country, in the
2: United States.
1: It is a very special place. There's no doubt about that. Right. right. And so, so you've you've worked with with the um, the Lady in Blue stuff material, and you've written music for her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that that's on your website as well. And and again, Cynthia's website is uh, cynthiamusic.com. Right.
4: And
1: um, I'll plug I'll plug my most favorite album, which that would be the Celtic Garden. Which uh-huh. you know I've worn out almost. <laughs> Thank
2: you. Well, now Barbara,
1: what's your birthday? Um, March third, nineteen
2: forty-four. Okay, let's do that. March third, nineteen forty-four. Because I haven't done yours for a long time. Patrick, what's your birthday?
5: Fifth uh, of July, nineteen
1: fifty-one. Okay, he's a baby.
2: All right. Well, let's look at you, Barbara. All right. Yours is kind of an octave here. the mysterious Barbara, which is this, or we can do. So I would say this is nighttime, Barbara. This is daytime Barbara. See, that's what music does is it gives you two different flavors like that. Right? So, so I'm I'm just kind of demonstrating what I do. So, uh-huh. so a happy Barbara would be. Actually, that's uh, the fur elise. You know that one? Uh huh. That's actually your birthday right there. That part of it. Oh gosh. <laughs> so there's there's your birthday part of it, and uh, so and so there's the very insightful, loving Barbara, which is. Then there's the Barbara that just loves her kitty cats, right? So that's a playful kitty. And here's Lazy Kitty. Mysterious kitty. And there's that that kitty that likes to snuggle up around your leg you know because they want something just like a woman just they come up and they play you they go I want something so I'm just gonna be real real sweet that's how the girls that miss Pearl were kind of like that they say I'm gonna be real nice to you <laughs> and uh, that's what kitties do it's not that they don't really mean it but a lot of times there's a ulterior motive, right? So we do. Uh, didn't they have Miss Kitty on Gunsmoke remember <laughs> I do I do that she was that was a Miss Kitty thing okay so now let's move over to Patrick and Patrick is this oh, that's good. that's cool I like that I, I get the feeling that Patrick's an artist
3: mm-hmm
2: Uh, Just by your picture and the fact that you say that you like to play music, I get this this real creative spirit coming from you. Okay. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about what you do down in the bayou.
5: Well, not much. I work here on the station, and I play guitar a lot. I'm a fiddler. I I miss my banjo. I don't have it now. I had to sell it. Uh, I can... I play about every stringed instrument but a cello. I played in a university orchestra. I played violin. And I'm an old, I played guitar for over 50 years. I'm an old lead guitarist and I'm into jazz these days, which is one of my first loves. I went to Berkeley music school for a semester back in 72. And
2: oh, I, those Berkeley guys.
5: Well, I have a dark regret I never returned. I could have because I did pretty well.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But
5: I tried Loyola, and it just wasn't the same to Berkeley. It was a real letdown, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. And they, they weren't going in the same direction. And uh, But I got their books. And then you can hang out at certain forums and certain sites and learn a whole lot. And that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm listening. I'm sorry, go on.
2: Okay, so tell me. okay, so, so you know, there's all kinds of different varieties of jazz, right?
5: Yeah, I'm kind of post-bop, bebop into post-bop. (laughs) Post-bop. Yeah, you know, things started getting weird around 1956. Right. (laughs) Cold train. And and also I made a big study of Hindu music, North Indian classical music too. I like world music so I play a lot of Celtic music.
2: Oh, I love Celtic. I do that all the time.
5: Irish and things like that. Uh, and there, there's uh, you probably know this, but but the Hindus are very big on the raised four, the Lydian sound, you know. And, like
3: the suspended
2: four. Well, no,
5: no, it's a raised, it's a sharp four. It's like a C oh, scale with an F sharp in it. And, oh no,
2: kidding! Yeah, it's the okay. Lydian. All right, so let's play that for the folks right now. They're listening.
5: Yeah, and that interval is heard at dawn, and at uh, sunset.
3: Really? Yeah,
5: that's your twilight interval. Whereas you get the major for the day and the minor for the night and, and you get that that uh tritone interval, the diabola in musica. Uh, wow, that's yeah. a
2: that's a tone that's a tone that you just don't you don't hardly ever hear that.
5: You're doing bebop. You're doing jazz.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah.
5: It's yeah. the underpinning of jazz, actually. But, yeah, you're right, you know, especially, like, like I say, it's Diabolus in musica. It was a forbidden interval.
2: Yeah. But, you know, that's the, the thing that I love about jazz is kind of the spiritual aspect of that. You know, you had, when you, I like to look at the big picture, Patrick, when it comes to humanity,
5: I do, too. I do, too, as a matter of fact.
2: Right. And so you've got... It's interesting. Uh, so when you focus on the Civil War, right, you had this... Okay, so the, the Americans just, you know, 100 years before that, pretty much, were, you know, getting their independence and calling their own shots, right? And then you go 100 years after that, you go into the Civil War, Kind of thing, and I think that is just the most horrible, the saddest era of our whole existence in American history. But what you have there is you've got a lot of the Celtic influence in there because uh, they did like the one of the war songs for the Civil War was Scotland the Brave, right? So you have a a lot of, and then they had a a song called Lorena that they that they would sing on both sides, you know? Yeah,
3: yeah. So oh.
2: while they, they weren't fighting, they could hear somebody playing the violin or the harmonica in another camp, you know? But it brought unity to them. And then you had all of that, you know, cleaning out with the black and white thing, right? The whole,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, you know, now they're, they're not slaves anymore and they had all that trouble. But then you got jazz. And I don't know if I did a lot of research when I wrote my books, as Barbara told you. And jazz was actually named because the, it, it was born in Storyville. I'm sure you know all this, mm-hmm. but I'll just kind of inform. And then you jump in there whenever you want to. But it was born in Storyville, which was the red light district in New Orleans. And the women in Storyville used to wear jasmine perfume. And so that's why they called it jazz. And because uh, it was the combination of black and white coming together. And the cool thing about jazz and that early jazz is that you had the energy from the black and the white and they never ran over each other, right? So you'd have somebody playing a clarinet who would answer with the trombone, who would answer with a horn, you know, and or harmonize with each other. And they, they never read music. They just could feel that harmonic energy. And that's how jazz was born. And Cindy, so, you, know,
1: you how, might, might want to let people know
2: what Storyville was. Oh, Storyville was the prostitution. It was there where Basin Street was.
5: The red I, light district.
2: Yeah, it was okay. the red light district. <laughs> the red light district uh, close to the train station, and they shut it down after World War One because there was 150,000 soldiers came home with syphilis, and uh, <laughs> yeah, they they were they were having a little party in Europe, and a lot of you know there was a. Pretty bad outbreak. So they just had the health department just shut down all the red light districts, including Storyville. But it was right there by the train and uh, just this awesome, awesome, awesome music. But I would say, even more than that, just a spirit of joy, you know, in um, Dixieland music and jazz music and just celebration of life, you know. And it, it's also that jazz was like what Patrick was just talking about. It it of course now if it's Hindu, that's ancient, right? Very but, but it had these combination of these of the twelve tones of the chromatic scale, all combinations. I mean there was a combination with every tone with another tone, and it that produced these sounds. That were not typically used at all in Western music in western baroque or- classical music or anything like that, so this jazz thing was like that's that's not supposed to work, but it did does like when he was talking about the fourth here, like this sound, okay, the blue scale is this right, so you've got that sound there in the blue scale, and uh which yeah i didn't think of that and what did you call that again the uh,
5: diabolus in musica in latin it means the devil and music back in the medieval period they say no we never ever use that interval it's the devil
2: yeah <laughs> diabolus
5: well, in musica
2: it sounds kind of scary it, uh-huh. you know it maybe that's you know maybe like if you do like this right that Yep. Make it big like that. Ooh, that's scary. <laughs> I can see. I can see why that would be like that. So, it's
5: it's the flat five sound, and that's where you can do a lot of dominant theory in your seventh chords, and, okay. and and then chords are no longer chords; they're functions because right. a chord spelled one way can be another chord spelled the same oh, way.
2: Right, because that's a they're, diminished that the. The flat fifth is part of a diminished chord as well. Right, so, right. So you would have... So like that C diminished would be... That's a... That's the diminished and which you have that. Oh, that's interesting. Okay.
5: Yeah, And if you put... You can get your whole... St- if you go like a C, E flat, S sharp, and then an A note, which is a, still another minor... It's just a stack of minor thirds. And so you can get your four voice diminished going. Oh yeah,
2: okay, neat. So you're explaining it and I'm playing it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I got my keyboard controller right here. I got the keys, and so I can watch what I'm doing.
2: Ah, okay, gotcha. gotcha.
5: Uh, I'm not. It's not plugged in, and so it's not making any noise. But it's nothing like teaching music for a keyboard. I tell you, I mean, for teaching theory, nothing beats it. And you know, guitar will drive you nuts.
3: Right,
2: right. Oh, yeah. Actually, Patrick, my my brother started getting kind of arthritis in his hands, right? Mm-hmm. And so he came to me one day, and says, I'm having trouble playing the guitar. And he said, you know, but if I could play the keyboard, I wouldn't have to curl up my fingers. So he said, you think you can show me some stuff? I said, heck, yeah. Show up. I I'd, You know, he already played guitar, so I just showed him, you know, how to transpose what he already knew to the keyboard, and he said, this is a lot easier than guitar, and I said, yeah, it really, you know, because you've got the black and white patterns that are easy, and you really don't have that many finger positions like you do when you play chords, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, he was... He was pretty excited about that. Now he plays the piano at church. <laughs> so,
5: oh, nice! I hope he hadn't put his guitar off for good.
2: Oh no, he uh, just he just can't play it for long periods of at oh, time. Like he used
5: to. you won't bend your fingers too much if you get into the habit. Of, instead, like a lot of players, that play with thumb over the board. Uh which works real good for three-finger only and a lot of early bebop and stuff. A lot of jazz players just be three-finger players like blues players. But it's also easier on your fingers to put your thumb behind the board and then your fingers are not bending so much when they come down. Uh Okay. I don't know which way he plays, but if he tries that, he may find that it doesn't hurt as much.
1: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, music is certainly a language. Oh, Oh, and it just, it, you know, they say it can soothe the savage, savage beast, but it can do more than that. And, and it's, it's a way of, of changing the energy of the people that listen to it. There, I mean, there are so many people that use it as, as a stress reductor, that use it as a, a mood, you know, modifier or amplifier. And I, I'm thinking of um, one of the things that, that I found that I, that just came to mind was, was John Philip Sousa when he was composing music for the White House. Um, would I forget which president said he wanted people to move faster. And so he composed. Oh, i can 't remember what piece of music it was, but it was it was it was something that, that that had an amazing beat to it, so people moved very rapidly through the receiving lines as opposed to having you know a, a string quartet there playing mellow music and and you know the 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 reception lines would drag on and on and on. It has an amazing influence and impact on our lives, and most people don't realize how how important it is to surround yourself with appropriate music because it it changes attitude it changes focus it changes energy it changes everything right
5: absolutely and asusa was the uh, king the father of the march and they were in two they were two beat and that's why everybody was going a little faster because it, it was too slow. yeah, yeah.
1: And i forget which president it was but when he when he I think it was it Stars and Stripes. I think it was the Stars and Stripes that he did. He compose that.
5: I do not know. Uh, He had he composed a whole bunch. I'd have to check it out. Uh, I'm not a real expert on music history to a very great degree. If you can get me further back into classical and romantic, which followed classical eras, I can talk about violinists, great violinists, and things like that. But when it comes to the greater part of what's in the academic canon of music history. I I kind of know it, but then if I brushed up on it it wouldn't do me it, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Well, yeah,
1: you know, what what gets me, what what gets me bothered really. You have you have Mozart and you have, you know, Beethoven and all those guys. And and they they told stories. I mean, their, their symphonies that they composed were magnificent. And then, you know, you come forward in time and then you have, um, people like Gershwin and, you know, and again, music is telling a story and, and then you come forward and I don't for the life of me understand rap. And and I'm horrified to think that, that the utilization of this wonderful, wonderful mechanism and energy um, has almost, it's, it's gone. And I don't understand why.
5: Well, you know, rap, you know what it means? It means rhythm and poetry, R-A-P. And so that that's why they're speaking in rhyme and it's mostly rhythmic underpinnings there 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 are noises that sort of approach music but I've never thought it such
1: No it's just to me it's it's you look at you look at you look at our music today and there's there's nobody that is doing Oh, the Rhapsodies in Blue, and you know all that kind of music. I mean, even the Beatles. I mean, they were amazing in how they utilized music to to put they put energy into the words, and and magic happened in people's lives.
2: They also used different chord patterns than people were used to listening to. They they tried new stuff, right, which was really nice. They, Yes, yeah,
5: I'm okay. sorry. What well, jazz is built on, r- rather than like uh, typically rock and blues is a one, four, five, mm-hmm. and perhaps assorted minors that are diatonic to it, jazz is built on two, five, one. And that that solves a couple of conditions because the human ear likes to hear music go up a fourth, and so from two to five is a fourth, and from five to one is a fourth. There's just something about it. It's like the sun rising when you go like you're playing in G and then you move into C and you've gone up and fourth. There's just something beautiful about it. And and then there are three types of chords. There's either minor, there are major or dominant chords. And it also satisfies that because the two is always a minor, the five is always a dominant, and the one is always a major.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: And, hmm. and so that that's, that's the underpinning of, I mean, oh, I guess just all over the place with that. It
2: gets really exciting because...
5: But well, that's it. Go ahead, go ahead. That's well, it, 251.
2: Here's here's the thing that I find even, that I really find amazing, Patrick, is that the, the whole... So Pythagoras, mm-hmm. about in the 6th century B.C., right? Mm-hmm. He's walking by a blacksmith, and he hears these different tones on the anvil, right? Mm-hmm. And so he, he was really frustrated because he knew that he wanted to define music, right? Because people would just do music, but it was never defined. And he knew it had to be something tangible, right? So basically what happened was he found that the different size hammers produced different tones, and so basically what you have is the hammer you take a hammer and, and take half of make make a hammer half the size.
5: It's an octave higher.
2: It's an act right, it's an octave higher. And the fifth is I think I believe it's, it's three uh, halves. It's three halves, right. And so you so everything is in ratio. Which produces, that's where it all came from. And that's when he's talking about things like dominant. That's because it's the, it's the dominant. It's the it's the most, um, it's the strongest ratio.
5: And it resolves it, to the tonic up a fourth, which is
2: right. the, the, the
5: yeah. I can tell you a real scary story about all that. Uh, okay, if you
2: want we to, love scary uh, stories, especially at night. So bring it on.
5: Well, Pythagoras got his whole theory of the pitches, the 12 pitches in the diatonic scale, and they were all fractional increments of the tonic, right? hmm Okay, well, that's all fine and good, as long as you want to play in one key. But if, if you get tuned with those pitches to say the key of G perfectly... And then you try and use those pitches now because I, you, you're just going to take halves of those, I believe. I, I don't know exactly what the ratio was for the black notes, the black keynotes.
3: Uh-huh.
2: However,
5: if you go and try in the key uh, playing the key of G with those same pitches, it sounds awful.
2: No, you're right.
5: Okay. You're right.
2: Yeah, because before we started the show, I started playing in different keys and I was going, boy, this flavor... Because I did that when I was composing,
5: but I... I'm well, it should be okay on your piano, because that, that I, leading to that. In the 16th, or the 15th, well, no, it would have been the 17th century. I think it was the 16th, 1600s. This guy named Werkmeister, good name for him. He decided, well, and this was around the time of Bach, and after this is when Bach came out with his well-tempered clavier. Mm-hmm. He, he realized that these pythagorean fractional increment type of tuning was not going to work so this was brilliant this must have been a stroke from above that that he got this but he decided to use the 12th root of 2 as the multiplier for the distance between successive half step pitches and the twelfth root, because there are twelve tones to the octave, and two, because either dividing by two or multiplying by two gives you successive octaves, and and so those notes are not quite the same as the notes that the Pythagorean notes will give you. However, even though they're not, nothing's perfectly in tune now. But everything's just out of tune enough to get along with every other key, and and once you get used to hearing it, you don't really notice it. And then all of a sudden, Bach took that and wrote the Well-Tempered Clavier, and so and he went through all twelve keys, and with, with an instrument that had been tuned to Werkmeister's standards, and that's the scary thing about it. It's kind of hard to wrap your head around it, and so it's not real scary, scary, you know. I, I, kinda, <laughs> I dress that up to pull you all in, you see. But, okay. but nonetheless, it, it's an interesting story. And that's how, you know, you see a fretted instrument. Or, or The only instruments that are able to use the Pythagorean pitches are your non-fretted instruments like violins and violas and cellos mm-hmm. or the human voice. And anything that has frets, anything that has keys on it, they're all stuck in equal equal tempered or tempered tuning is what we call it. It's in
3: uh, okay.
5: All right? And and so that's the difference. And that's why you'll see some poor guy sitting there with a the guitar, doesn't know any better, trying to tune his guitar to a perfect D card. And he gets it all right. But what he just did was put it in Pythagorean because it sounds perfect now. And then he goes to play a G chord, and it sounds awful because he didn't tune it right. There's a way to do it. So,
2: isn't that interesting? You know, Barbara, there's so many interesting things about music. Uh, another thing, uh, about the harmonic energy of music and the universal sound of music that I learned when I first started. I started uh, producing children singing, right? Mm -hmm. And um, the guy that was engineering it for me, he actually got the Grammy for, he did all the engineering for Shaft, right? His name was um, Capone. That was his... And uh, Ron Capone, he was Elvis's first drummer, and he did, so he was in Memphis, and he had done, uh, he did, he engineered Dock of the Bay, and he did some of that early stuff, that rock and roll stuff, right? But he told me when we were in the studio, you know, because obviously some of the kids could sing pretty well on pitch, but a lot of them couldn't, right? And... So I was concerned about that, and he said, don't worry, Cindy. He said, for some reason, it's this weird phenomenon, right? And you've heard it before, but a choir or a group of of human beings singing together will sing in perfect pitch. The sound will come out in perfect pitch, even though not everyone is singing in perfect pitch, but the sound will. And I went, I know. Isn't that amazing? And I said, ah, oh, come on. Well, it was true. The it, it was perfect. We had all these children singing, and the pitch was, was in perfect pitch. So then, now, we had this other recording thing that happened for Christmas, and I had eight children in there. Well, there was this one little boy. And I don't know if you've ever heard the story of the littlest angel, but this little boy was extra loud and extra flat, right? (laughs) And he had, he was so loud. So when I'm talking about that, that's not the, that's not, that's if everybody's in the same desonance or, you know, the same tone and everybody's in the same place as far as that goes, but for some reason we we didn't have as many children and this one little boy was singing so off key and he happened to have a crush on my daughter right a horrible crush on my daughter and so they were he was like in the 3rd grade you know he named all his pets denise you know <laughs> he, and his mother looked at me like please don't do it please don't do it and you know we know now that You can do something in a child's life that will scar him for life, right? Sure. You got two minutes, Cindy. Okay. So,
5: for the break.
2: Okay. So, basically, what happened was I, you know, like you were talking, Patrick, you get answers from heaven. I looked at the drum room. I went, Yes. I said, I went to him. I said, Now, listen, you're singing way louder than everybody else. I said, I don't want you to change a thing. I want you to just. Sing as loud as you can because you sing so well. But we need to put you in the drum room, which is soundproof. <laughs> <laughs> so we turned. So we turned up in his headphones. Uh, we had all the kids, and he thought he was singing right along with them, right? And it was so adorable. He was in there just singing his little life, his little heart out, and nobody could hear him, and it was perfect. So <laughs> <laughs> thank God for the drummer. <laughs>
5: That's that's funny. That's so, funny. Cool. <laughs> that
3: was so precious. Yeah. That's so cool.
5: If you ever have a choice, get three fiddles more than two because three fiddles sound together better than two do. Because if one is a little out, the two, the other two will take up for it. And that's how a chorus box works. It detunes one note a few cents off from the other. So there, so it's actually ever so slightly flat, and it gives that the core You know what a chorus sounds like? Oh, okay. A chorus unit. That's what it does. Uh-huh.
1: Well, that's what when you when you get a whole bunch of people, a thousand or so doing the ohm, it starts out very disharmonious. But but by the time you're done with it, it is one sound coming together. Right. It's it's like everything blends together and it's perfect.
2: Right. And, and while some while you're taking a breath, someone else isn't taking a breath. And so it, it just the hum just
1: keeps going. It's pretty awesome. It really is. And and you know, I can't carry a tune in a bushel basket. But <laughs> but that's
5: not true. All humans can do it. People think they can't and then they don't, but actually you can't. You
1: know, I know I have a choir director that would disagree with you on that one. You no, know, the way that you, you're speaking,
2: if you want had no tone, you would talk just like a robot, but you go da yeah. da 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 I mean we can hear your music, right, Patrick? When you
5: yeah, talk? yeah, when we talk we sing. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, now my sister and I have the same voice, but she can sing and I, I cannot. Um, It's, it's quite amazing. People can't tell our voices apart. And yet, she's able to sing perfect pitch. And I am, as she puts it, the perfect bitch. I just, you know, I cannot, even if she sings with me, it doesn't work. We'll be back it is. in three, three to five minutes. And this is nice light. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, click over to the support page and make a donation to help us keep this amazing station up and running. Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com is totally listener-supported from the owner to the host to the producers, who we can't live without, to the staff. All are working here because we love the work and are dedicated to putting out quality material for all of you. Be it large or small, every donation is greatly appreciated and helps us all keep on supplying information and material to educate and enlighten you that isn't found anywhere else. If you're interested in getting your music of the soul composed by an amazing lady, you can call in to 310-421-4053 or 337-335-0085. Cindy, welcome back.
2: Well, thank you. It's good to be here.
1: Yeah, I'm I I really since since we're not we haven't gotten as many calls as I had thought we would. I do want to I do want to push something that is very near and dear to my heart. And that's your series uh, that you've written about about the ladies of the evening, Miss starting with Miss Pearl. and And can you kind of help us t- tell us how this story, this this adventure that you went on with these ladies of the night, how it all began?
2: Well, I live in a town in West Texas that was founded with brothels, saloons, and gambling. And so now I'm writing Ruby, Barbara, and I'm really understanding what the term the Wild West means, because after the Civil War, these little boom towns started showing up. And they were really pretty much a, a lot of men, not very many women at all. And so they had forts, like for instance, here in San Angelo, Fort Concho was built because to fight off the Comanche because there were so many people heading west. And then they had the railroads, you know, we're all coming all the way to the Pacific Ocean now. And, so they were really expanding as far as America goes. Well, on the East Coast, that stuff was pretty much shut down. It wasn't legal. But as you start heading west, it's not that it didn't happen, but, but it was, uh, for instance, in Tombstone, the girls would buy a license to be a prostitute there, right? Really? Really? Yes, uh huh, and yes, I actually bought one. <laughs> it was a souvenir, but oh, okay. I bought one. Yes, yeah, it was a souvenir. It cost me seven bucks, and now I guess I'm legal to do set up shop in Tombstone. <laughs> but, okay. but anyway, so you know the the youth of the day were looking for adventure and fun and so i was thinking about prostitution and wondering why women would go into that profession at all right and Mm -hmm. uh well for one thing if you had had intimacy with somebody you were damaged goods right Mm -hmm. so if you weren't a virgin your value went way way down kind of like a used car, right? <laughs> and so so a lot but a lot of times these girls would be on their own. You know, they'd come out west looking for adventure. They uh, some of them would be actresses and would get in these acting companies, right? And so as far as polite society was concerned or you know, the more uppity-type women in town, actresses, saloon girls, and prostitutes all were in the same category. So intimacy was not really the factor. It was just you're just in this category of plain old entertainment. That's what you're there for. That's your purpose is to entertain, right? So with all that said... I started thinking about women and getting into that profession and how hard it must have been for them and how they were looked down on and considered trash. Also, they didn't live long. It was a really hard life, right? And so I I started feeling a lot of empathy for them. And then I got a hold of a book called Sin and the Second City and I read about the Everleigh sisters and the Everleigh sisters made millions of dollars in you know having they had an expensive brothel in Chicago. And I learned that the girls there were beautiful girls, they wore beautiful dresses. Every room was decorated impeccably. They spared no expense. They had the finest chefs. They had musicians. They catered to the elite, to men with money, to the gentlemen, right? Mm-hmm. So, but my favorite part about all of it was oh, and then of course the girls were checked every week to make sure they were clean. Okay, right?
1: no well, wouldn't, disease. Wouldn't they you were, know that we start talking about prostitution and we get a caller. I um, <laughs> oh, got a caller. Okay, well, let's, let's do the caller. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, I Hi, nine zero eight. You're on. Who is this? Um. Well,
6: finish the story. I'll,
3: she wants to hear this. Of of <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting, isn't it? Okay. So, so basically, what I did was I started investigating that, and then I thought, you know. Women deserve respect. And in today's time, there's a great message here that these prostitutes or these women would not allow a gent you're not a gentleman if you are not respectful to the girls and you were never invited back. You could not step into that very elite exclusive club again if you were disrespectful to the women. And I thought, I like this. The de- I like the day. De- I like men acting like gentlemen and being respectful. I find nothing wrong with that. You know, I think it's kind of cool.
3: Okay. Because-
5: just- yeah 908, nine can you please turn your player off? Because we're oh, okay. going Oh, okay. Thank you so, so much. Yes, yes.
2: Oh, there it is. Okay. So there, there's our story, 908. Okay. I bet you she has a name. <laughs> <laughs> Hi.
1: Can, can we have your name, please? Uh, can I have it back when you're done? Oh, sure you can. Absolutely. <laughs> Deanna. 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 Um, yes. Yeah. Do, do you have your uh, a radio playing or a TV playing?
6: Well, I can't get to it without knocking things over. So I'll see if I can close the door. Is that better?
1: Yeah, yeah. that is a lot better. Yeah. Because she's going to be playing music and you don't want to have your TV sound or anything behind the music, too. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to read you. and We need your birthday as well. Okay, September 12th of 1958.
2: Okie doke.
1: Mm -hmm. Got it, Cindy? I got it, and here we go. Okie doke. Um, I have your cards out here, and it does feel like this is a time of questioning for you. It feels as though... You're sort of looking very deeply into all aspects and things that are going on around you. And while you've always been fascinated and you've always researched into things, it feels like, this next year is going to be a time frame where you really look deeper into everything around you not because you think you've been lied to but because you want a greater understanding of all things that you're connected to and attached to it feels as though the the element here of of understanding your own inner truths and the truths that 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 other people are living by and and everyone has their own truths that you know it's very unusual that that one person's all of their truths match exactly another person's truths. But it 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 feels as though it's really important for you to be aware of where people around you are coming from because it feels as though you're seeing people through different eyes. And there's a sense of of not being shocked by what you're learning, but but be by being shocked because for a while you were sort of a little apathetic about some of the things that were going on in your life and now you're becoming more and more aware and and involved in all aspects of life and it's a very exciting time for you pieces of the puzzle are are, are being pulled together and it feels as though there's a sense here of of new beginnings and fresh starts so that as you get into the fall time frame this is really a time of awakening of of being very excited about new aspects and new prospects that are coming your way. And as you hit the first of the year, it does feel as though there's a new balance here so that this is this is a new stage of life for you and it feels as though you are you are moving into a new stage of life with a greater understanding of of the power that you carry within you so that so that you're expanding your intellectual wisdom you're moving into new venues and and you are pulling new people um and and very unique and unusual people Not not circus type people, but just Mm unique people um, are are coming into your life. Maybe a clown or two. Um, There's there's also a sense of bringing laughter into your life to a greater degree than it's been there before, and you're committed to to having this new phase of life that you are you are moving into be one that is joy and full of of laughter and light and. And enlightenment, not that you're getting crazy with the spiritual stuff, but you're applying it more to your life and you're walking your talk more than ever before. There's definitely a new balance, there's a new direction, there's there's a new philosophy of, of how you're going to live your life. And I feel that 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 spirit within is very excited because it has greater input into are you paying attention to the inspiration and the intuition that it is it is opening you up to? You back Cynthia?
2: I was just playing the piano, just having fun with her birthday. Okay. Okay. So, here you go, Diana. <laughs>
6: That sounds like serenity, certainty, and strength put to music.
2: <laughs> I had this feeling of this um, of you, like you have your human self and you have your spiritual self, you know, and and so I just had this feeling that sometimes the human self kind of gets stuck, you know. Oh yeah. And, but the but the spiritual part of you is always alive, especially in your dreams, you know, so, or in your fantasy, even in your waking fantasy, so, that, that was the impression I got, that's why, it, it, so you could tell it kind of was confined, and then it broke loose, you know, and then it was confined, and then it broke loose, so. It, it was what, and then what? The music was kind of confined, you know, it was kind of in a safe little place, right and then it kind of broke loose you know in other words i was kind of doing this that's kind of but but if i break loose it's see i use all the keys of the key keyboard instead of keeping it in a little spot so
6: fabulous because um with uh, your composition and Barbara's read—that's what I'm looking to do—is break away from this confined situation and just good. Off. Well, that's yeah.
2: what I picked up on. So, oh,
6: great, great. That's good to hear <laughs> because when Barbara's did doing my read, uh, it's like oh, I it was spot on because I'm at the point where I'm just like, look, <laughs> I know you want to keep me in this box, but sorry, I'm break as. Uh, down garden song um gonna bust or break this rusty cage and run there you go, the goddess wow.
2: wants to fly
6: <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> um, well, just just don't don't uh don't don't try to leap tall buildings at a single bound at, at you know takes you know short curbs first,
6: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to thank you all, and thank you for using the word zero. I'm like, oh, it's not a number <laughs> when you're giving out the uh, call no. numbers. <laughs> no, it's not, but it works. <laughs> right. but um, And thank you for talking about music because, you know, I was always uh, dissuaded for following art, but now I'm like, forget it. I'm following
1: art. Well, I, you know, follow your heart, you know, trust your gut and follow your heart always, because that's where that's where happiness is. That's where joy is. That's, uh, you know, the spirit within us, you know, gives us hints all along the way uh, as to where we can have the greatest success. And success doesn't necessarily mean we're going to be rich, rich, rich with money, but it means we're going to be rich, rich, rich with everything else in life. And and that's the kind of richness that, that true joy you know enhances like crazy. So, um, but but you know when you are following your dreams and when you are um, you know f- moving towards your heart's desires um, and, and 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 I mean deep heart desires, not just you know I want ice cream tonight. Um, although that's kind of cool too, but. Um, <laughs> But, but, it you know, when we are true to ourselves and we're doing what we believe in and what we and 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 what makes gives us great joy, then the, the universe truly does take care of us. It's you know you're not you're not sitting on welfare someplace. Um, th- there have been moments in my life when I have done what I thought was the smart the smart thing to do for um you know financial stuff. And it may well have been that, but it sure didn't have any joy to it. And when I, when I followed my, my true, my true self, my true energy, then, then there was enough there so that I, I was not on a bread line. It was okay. So absolutely follow your dreams because that's where the greatest joy is.
2: It's funny how people can squash your dream. You know, they can... And they're so insensitive to it. And then they go back to the house. And there you are with your dream all splattered. <laughs> and, well, and and they just go on with their lives, you know. It's not their life. It's yours.
3: Yeah.
6: Well, yeah, you know, I was going to not talk about that. But since you mentioned it, I'm going to finish the call with, It's lately, I'm, I'm not letting anything stop me. But lately, it seems like the more I go towards following my heart and um, going along with that, like in all the horror movies where they have entities like reaching for your legs and grabbing and trying to pull you down and things Mm -hmm. of that nature, it seems like a lot of that, a lot more of that is going on. It's like, no, we want you to stay miserable. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) god! Like, like, no, sorry. Mm
1: Yeah, no oh, that's it's a, it's that's only a test. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a test and and just move forward you're going to be fine. You are at you're at, a, you're, at a, you're at a plateau. And in order to to move forward, you have to let go of the fears of the past and that's all those those voices are are fears of the past.
6: Mm. Well, I'm talking. I was talking about people.
1: <laughs> no, I know yeah. that, but but you know, <laughs> oh, okay, they present okay. that. <laughs> well, thanks for calling. We got to move on. We actually have yes. another caller here too. <laughs> Yay! Bye. Okay. Thanks.
6: back to the radio.
1: Okay. Bye, Diana. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. Hi, Olive.
0: Yes. Yeah. I, everybody thinks Olive is a girl, but I'm not. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Hello Cynthia, it's wonderful. I went on your website. You're very professional. I see you have a 19, 1983 uh, country music song of the year. That's really wonderful. I, you know, when when I get on, I think the staff and the crew like holds and goes, "What is Olive going to say?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I'm always uh, uh, really outside the box. But I was just wondering, how important do you do you think it is? with music and uh, like making love with your husband and uh, a partner and what kind of music do you think's best for that and and your observation on 432 hertz i might have missed that because i just came on
2: okay are you have are you talking about intimacy with somebody
0: yeah something that actually brings uh, you know usually men won't talk about it. men you you know they they don't want to have music. i was just wondering if with with females it's different because they're more feelings driven. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, I
2: would feel, be happy to answer that. I've got okay. a really good answer. I was just
0: going to say real, real quick: men are feel or women are feelings driven, and uh, right. women are feeling. Men are logic driven. They're like, let's just do it. Women like to feel the way through it. So if you can just give me your observation.
2: Okay. Well. I have a really good friend in the music business and we were in Nashville and he loved my music. And this was his term. He said, Cindy, I love your music because whenever I'm with a woman and I play your music, it's the answer is always yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I went, that's because they think you. I said, That's because they think you care. (laughs) And so here's the thing about women. You're going to get all the
0: men to buy it now. You know that. Well, go ahead.
2: Well, no, it's the truth. I said, I told him, I said, it's because they think you're sensitive and you care because you're playing my music. When I played my music, when I recorded it, I realized, and Patrick would probably agree with this, that when we record Getting back to, I was talking about, you know, for instance, if you can hear a smile. So if you're doing a happy song, you want a a smile because the shape of your mouth is different and the word is actually going to come out where people can actually hear a smile, right? So knowing this, I thought, I'm going to put, I am going to communicate pure love, just love, okay? So what I would do is I would put, candles around I put people that I love passionately people that I loved you know in in family depending on what I was playing and I would get lost in a trance when I played my music and my my husband says oh you've just got these little chicken scratches on there how can you play right and that's all I needed I just needed a little guideline and I would just go in a a a love trance because I just consumed myself with love energy. So that's what I told my friend in Nashville. I said, they're hearing audio love because you record energy. It's not just the notes you play. I mean, you can really hear it with the human voice. It's
0: the frequency, isn't it?
2: Well, I'm, I'm not sure about frequency. Um, Maybe Patrick
5: could. Answer. I kind of doubt that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in, in, okay, Nashville, so it's, Olive, so in Nashville, in Nashville, you're going to find that most instruments, and you, you're not going to detune a piano so easily, and some other instruments too. They're 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 in 440. That, that's still standard, and so that's what they're working around. People who are doing 432 are dealing with guitars and things that are easier to be tuned. Mm -hmm. Uh, I use it a lot. Actually, I've been using 437 because I can't tune my looper down. And so since it's it's stuck on 440, 437 doesn't sound so flat to it. But I can't play 432 against a 440 looper because my guitar does sound too flat. It starts sounding a little distracting.
2: Patrick's kind of talking Chinese to people that don't know. Well,
5: what we're talking about is this. A440 a- your A note it's the A above middle C on a piano is 440 right. cycles per second that was established in 1939 by the Rockefeller Foundation and also by Joseph Goebbels in Germany, the Nazi propaganda minister prior to that the old French pitch was A at 435 hertz um, it seems like A at 432 hertz is the best and there's a big movement. If you look it up, search it out, you'll find a lap full of results. Uh and a lot of people are moving into that standard. It's a pitch standard. It's just that one note is an A, but you tune everything else to it.
2: So here's here's what we I say to that, right? Remember Olive when you said that men are logical and women are emotional? Yeah, yeah. They're okay. they
0: are feeling driven and men right. are logic driven right
2: well patrick just came from the logical side right and now uh, <laughs> well, i just uh, explained. I mean he, expe- the he explained you know. the mechanics of it we just and, can't help it and, and exactly <laughs> and and there's nothing wrong that's the yin and the yang it's a perfect balance and so so i mean if my my piano before i played had to be in perfect tune you know because it, it's it's horrible. I don't play electric. I play real wood and real brass. I like the the resonance. I used to tell the guys in Nashville, I said, you know, I can't play electric keyboard. It's it reminds me of a blow-up doll, you know. You might get the same result, but it's just not the same. <laughs> you know, you I want the real thing. I want real, I want real wood.
3: Sure. Real uh-huh. brass.
2: Real. And then so when I play, I can play, and or you can play with emotion, and that emotion will come through comes through my fingers, and it. I do one <coughs> comment that I really like that somebody made when they were critiquing my music is they said I have lilting pauses, right? So uh, pauses that, in other words, you take the metronome and throw it out the window right you yes, the,
5: rubato
2: yeah you i don't do now when you're talking about intimacy definitely there there goes into rhythms right but when you're talking about pre-intimacy which would be the most enjoyable part for a woman would be uh the little team pauses you know the the dance the You know, so you're you're dancing along, and then you pause, and you do something, and then you move, and you pause.
0: They're
5: more adventurous. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I have a good thing to say to that. If if you wanted the real experience in all its proper sequence, then just put on a good Indian raga right <laughs> and it, it'll get you there because it starts off slow and then it kind of picks up and then pretty soon my goodness you're really long for a run i but, think
2: <clears throat> creeper does that too does.
5: <laughs> yeah but uh yeah. here's my feeling part of it because i'm i'm really a, a pretty feeling person i'm pretty b-type uh, right brain um is that if you ever try 432 then tell me, like, like you can take your guitar, you know, you, you can get uh on on your uh, iPhone or whatever, you can download a free tuner and you can calibrate it so that it's now tuning you to 432 uh standard. Okay, that means only that your A above high C is gonna be 432. All the rest would be different pitches, but you use that note as a standard to tune to. Try that out and then tell me. What you think? Because it's a different experience entirely. And and it's kinda like the colors in the rainbow. Oh, they, want,
2: they that's are, your, the A that you're talking about?
5: Uh, yeah, that 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 would be the A440. Okay. <laughs> now 432 is eight cents lower. So it's one third of a half step flat to that. Okay. And you can't do that with the piano. You know, your poor piano. You you get out all those Hmm. those wrenches and everything.
2: With with when you bend your strings on the guitar, right?
5: Well, if you tune to 432, you well, yeah, you do change the pitch slightly, but just tune to a 432 standard, and you can use a tuner to do that. And then try it. It's really gaining current. You'd be amazed how many people are doing it.
0: That's That's interesting. So, Cindy, when I heard you play earlier, I felt... You feeling your way through it. Could you talk about that?
2: Right, do, do that again?
0: You're feeling your, you felt yourself go through it just like, uh, you know, I don't know how to play music, interesting, but some people, I, I guess men too, like Patrick says, they just feel their way through it. They don't know how they do it sometimes, they just do it. Do you feel right. it like, is it, do you feel it that way yourself?
2: Right. No. Well, what I did kind of a whole combination of things it's it to me it's the same as you know you get in six colors and someone tells you to draw a tree right and Mm. so you you can make it a apple tree or a you know cherry tree or you you see what I mean it to me for me it's like or or think of a um, banana split you know, in other words it's it's just creative and I just bring different elements to it, right? So you, so I have I start with the bass, which is the numbers, and then I listen to that person and I've been composing music for so long that I
0: it's, you know, it's just there. You, you just, it's just
2: there. So like for instance with Dion, you know, I was doing this confining thing you know so the notes i'm playing right there are are very close together but then when i expanded which i want you know then i do this i've got 88 keys to do, to play with there you uh-huh. see what i mean so when so in other words if i want to express the feeling of confinement i'll keep it real close if i want to, the feeling of expansion or freedom or breaking through something, then I'll use the whole keyboard. If I want to express something contemplative or dark or, you know, maybe grief, I'll go down in the low notes. If I want to to do something enlightening or sweet or cute or maybe breaking through and having some kind of spiritual experience, I'll,
1: I'll use the high notes, you see. Well, Cindy, that said, we've got another caller. Why don't we um, well, can I, illustrate? Can I say, I'll
0: sure. just say goodbye. Uh, Cindy, thank you very much for coming on. You're a wonderful woman, and I hope the best. And I'm going to check out your website very much. Okay,
2: Olive, well. uh, when you go to my website, <clears throat> up in the right-hand corner, just press mm-hmm. play. and Okay. And that'll do it. That'll get you everything you need. Just press yes, play on there.
3: Okay. Have
2: a
7: All right.
1: Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay. Hi Michelle. You're on the air. Are you there?
7: Yes, I am. Thank you so much.
1: And a little voice here. Um
7: <laughs> I'll get closer can you hear me better? Yeah, yes. yes. Michelle. Are you under the covers talking quietly or something? Here? <laughs> <laughs> nope, I was just kind of away from my computer, but I got closer so I hope that's better. Oh, that's much better, much better. Um, can
1: we have your birthday, please? Sure, twelve nineteen eighty two. Got it, Cindy. I do. Okay. Um, she's gonna go compose like crazy. I I don't know what they were talking about a little bit with all of those thirds and fourths and a half of a fifth. I did all. <laughs> I, I thought a half of a fifth was alcohol, but you know I could be wrong. Anyhow, I've got your cards out here and it really feels like this is an exciting time for you i would say that 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 there's such a swirl of energy here it's it's you, you must be you must exhaust yourself frequently because it feels like you are constantly always giving you know 150% no matter what you do you don't know how to pace yourself quite yet and it feels as though this next year is going to be a, a challenge to you because it feels you're going to have to be pacing yourself. You're going to have to be sort of learning how to conserve energy and, and, and let it flow when it's necessary and be more discerning than ever before because you, you just don't know how to say no to anyone, which is a cool thing and, and an exhausting thing at the same time. This is going to be a year of, of a time where there's a lot of power here the light is definitely um you, you are you are radiating a new light and it's drawing people's attention to you so there's excitement here there's magic here there's miracles here there's laughter joy and celebration it feels as though you're you've broken through um You've broken through the barrier that you created for yourself a long time ago. And it's almost as though you're you're beginning to live life with a greater excitement than ever before. And and it feels here as though you're coming into a time of new beginnings and putting things in order. I, I would say that it's important that you be discerning about where you spend your time and where you place your energy and who you invest yourself in emotionally. But, but it's all good. You seem to have, have come to a, a graduation time almost here, it feels like. And, and though, though I'm saying graduation, I feel that the learning experience has only just begun and that there's a lot greater wisdom to be gathered over the next decade or so. But there's such excitement here. It feels as though you finally made it. I don't know what it is you did, but you finally have achieved a goal you set for yourself. And now you're working towards enhancing and expanding that and moving into a greater understanding of life as we know it. It's a great time for you. It's very exciting. And, and I would say, please keep a journal because the next year is going to be amazingly exciting and enlightening for you. Cindy, are you back? I am. Okay. Been, I've been trying, trying to match up her. To her. Yeah. Michelle, that Cindy, you're going, I can't hear
2: you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, okay. I'm, yeah, here I am. Okay. okay. I have to, See, I have the microphone away from the piano so it's not too loud, but I for, forgot to turn my head around. <laughs> so, okay. So I, I'm feeling just this beautiful, beautiful sweetness with Michelle, a really good friend, somebody that you would call if you needed a friend just to make you feel better, you know, and that's something that I'm feeling with her and uh, that no, but that people, she, she's just, you know, very compassionate, very sensitive, that's what I'm feeling from you, Michelle, very selfless, um, and and enjoys life just enjoys life and uh so all that was kind of going through my head while i was playing this music for you okay so i'm going to uh, do this i only had a couple of minutes i really with this i really you know wish i had some more time but this is what i have so far Thank you.
7: Here it is. Wow, it was unbelievable. Thank you so much. What a gift.
2: You're a gift.
7: Oh. <laughs> Thank you guys. And Barbara, every word you said was exactly like right on. And I didn't know about my year ahead. So thanks for easing my mind on that.
1: <laughs> oh, it's gonna be cool, but you know, one step at a time here.
7: <laughs> I how do I fix that i mean i just it's so true i just cannot slow down and i've been trying i've been like invoking slugs and sloths (laughs) and
5: (laughs) put some Um, beer in a bowl
1: i i i would say beer and beer in a bowl does work um but i i would say journal do some okay. journaling every night. Journal a little bit, whether it's an abundance journal or a gratitude journal. Uh, just don't make it a Dear Diary type thing. But, but, but reflect on the excitement and the coincidences and, and the new stuff that's come into each day and get it down on paper because that will help you to sort of calm it down because once you once you commit it to paper – um, you know, or, or on the computer, I'm, I'm old school, I, w- I would say write it in a, in a journal. But, you know, on the, however you write it down, you commit it to this reality. And that takes it away from your innards so that so that it's not sitting there and, and, you know, coming to a boil so that so that you can have a little bit of quietude. And it may slow you down a little bit, but will not slow you down a lot, but it may give you a, a greater sense of calmness.
7: I understand that to kind of just get it out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Cause it is exciting and you're right. It's, it's daily now and I just, it's magical. It's wonderful.
1: <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's an amazing high and, and yeah. you know, in, in a couple of decades, you'll, you'll wonder how it, how you made it happen. And if you start journaling now, you'll be able to go back and, and possibly see how you made it happen because, um, those highs when we when we get them of a spiritual nature are the most intoxicating ever and and you know i've never done drugs so i can't really compare it but i would imagine it is even better than drugs because of course you don't have hangovers and stuff but but um but but you're going to want to you you can't stop it but you want to savor it so if you're journaling it you can go back and retouch into that energetic field and and experience it that way
7: mm, i like that and i i literally have been saying you need to start journaling again so <laughs> Um, so, dang it, I got to do it. Um, and, Cindy, I have the archives, so I will definitely play back that because, I mean, seriously, I feel calm just listening to that. My hands Aww. and my feet are all sweaty, and that's a good sign for me. That means I'm turned on. So, <laughs> so that okay. was awesome. Well,
2: just I hope Olive heard dinner. that. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that,
7: Olive? Okay, it's my music, Okay. <laughs> yeah. And for me, it's just it, oh, no, you know yeah. what I mean. Not necessarily no. in that way, but <laughs> no, no, I, know. I was
2: I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist that one.
7: True that. Recording. True that.
2: <laughs> it was. It was just too fresh. No, wow, I,
7: that's so amazing that you. I seriously like just every little note that you played. I mean, my whole body was vibrating. So that's oh, very that's, interesting. How quickly you did that.
2: Well, yeah. Well, you know what's interesting also I was thinking, Michelle, is you know, for me it's almost eleven o'clock right now and for Barbara it's an hour later than that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do this, I don't think, in the daytime. This is my bewitching hour, you know, and I in fact in about an hour or two then I really get into the twilight zone, you know. But wow, okay. It's it's, it's dark outside, you know, people are all, you know, settling in and probably going to bed, you know. And one by one, the lights are all going out. So this is a good time for creativity for those of us who create because the rest of the world is kind of shutting down, or at least in in my environment. You know, of course, the rest of the world, there's things going on everywhere. But um, in my environment, things are just, you know, it's, it's time to say goodbye to this day. There'll be a new one tomorrow with new things happening. And so... I really appreciate you calling because you I don't know, there's something about you that just made me just feel good in my heart.
1: Well, and you know, I, I think also, um, Michelle, you have to understand that, that, that what I said and what Cindy composed came directly from your energetic field and along with your birth date so that, so that, you know, you have to, you know, please understand that the beauty of the music is something that you're radiating. And I picked up on it with words, and she picked up on it with music, so that that's the energetic that you are sending out that touches every person that you come into contact with.
7: Aww. That's, that's awesome. And I feel that. And like, when I'm around people, I feel things, you know, and. I don't know, I don't know if I'm supposed to do anything with it, but I'm trying to figure that out, you know, trying to not just say it's, okay, that's cool, I'm trying to, like, do something with it, you know? Well, I've, I've heard music that she's composed for, for probably, well, for, for sure,
1: dozens and dozens of people, probably more, and all of it is different, and all of it does does resonate to what that person is radiating out to the universe, so that so that in in a way it's wonderful to hear what you're sending out and the magic that you're sending out and and we can change our vibrations we can change what we radiate and and having Cindy do something like this is wonderful to get a feeling of is it calm is it gentle is it loving or is it crazy or is it you know hectic or is it uh, we we did something a while back with with nine eleven and and you know she she channeled music of of the planes hitting you know the the twin towers and stuff oh, wow. and yeah. totally different music so that so that it's it's you, you please understand that that beauty is what's inside of you and and it's what people who are sensitive can see and feel and reflect back at you. Hmm, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> You are very welcome. Thank you so
7: much for calling. You guys enjoy your night and keep up the good work. <laughs> Thank, Thanks, you. Thanks Thank you, Michelle. Thank you.
5: Thanks Bye-bye. for calling, Michelle.
1: Uh, I, I'm, unbelievable. We start talking about prostitutes and people call up. Who f- go figure.
2: I, hey, that's why I like that subject. It's, it's interesting to everybody. It's such, it's such a great combination of our human instincts of procreation and survival
1: you know it's oh a absolutely perfect and perfect combination
3: yeah,
2: and
1: good. and i must say that, that the music that you wrote for um, for pearl is okay. great we're going to have to do another another quick you know sneak peek at pearl but we did do a show and it was called sneak peek at pearl and it is on uh, in archive here and it is on on the front page of my website people can go and listen to that and we speak about the different you know you took us through pearl and with, with clips of of um, you had actors acting it out, and it was amazing oh.
2: yeah it that was really fun that was fun <laughs> I, I We have
5: it. a request in chat that you
1: return oh huh <laughs> <laughs> i guess I guess I could find a place to squeeze her in again
5: sure.
2: oh <laughs> hey, come visit me at music dot com just write me a little note and say hi. Hi there, because you know, I'm sitting in my house and I don't know who's listening. So just just say hello, please. I love it when that happens.
5: Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people will be after tonight.
2: Yeah, I I love I love to hear from people. That would be great.
5: Well, I'll put something in your own Skype window, but you can check it later.
1: Okie dokie. <laughs> but but we we will do this again and and um get more into Pearl because, and we didn't play any of the music from Pearl, which I would like to do.
2: Hey, Barbara, give me a quick read real quick.
1: Just a real Okay. Copy. Okay. Let's see what's going on with you. Um That's the show. <laughs> Cindy, I'll call you. I'll call you as soon as we're... Um, I was just
2: kidding. No, I was... Are you
1: there?
0: Revolution radio at freedomslips.com We'll be right back after this message
1: This is Barbara Delong, host of Nightlight Radio inviting you to join me on a cosmic journey exploring a metaphysical montage of spiritual material covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between, including spiritual readings for those who seek enlightenment. That nightlight provide you with equal measure of light, love, and laughter, insight, wisdom, and inspiration, Monday nights, 10 to 12 p.m. Eastern, right here on Studio B, Revolution Radio, at freedomslips.com.
6: Who are we? Where do we come from? Are you curious about the origins of the human race? Join me, Gavin McCall, and a variety of guests on Ancient Humans, where we decipher world events, explore scientific.